Is it piece of chain? Or Tao Te Ching? It's the Arrow Wong podcast series. The number one Apple business and number four entrepreneurship podcast. Speaking from Hong Kong. Hey, my lovely listeners. Welcome to another episode of my podcast. In today's episode, I talk to Kevin Promier. Paul Murray, the CFO of Next Level University, which is a global top 100 self-improvement podcast, reaching 125 plus countries in a publisher cadence, seven episodes per week. It has already been released over 1,000 episodes and has more than 600,000 listeners. The show takes a low BS approach for holistic self-improvement to level up your life, love, health, and wealth. Besides the popular podcast, Kevin has also created the free course, What It Really Takes to Get to the Next Level at the Next Level University, to show you step-by-step what you can do to get to the next level. I will include both of which in the show notes so you can have both of them at your disposal to improve your life. For now, let's tune into our conversation with Kevin. Welcome to the show, Kevin. Thank you so much for the wonderful intro and thank you for having me. I'm excited to chat, my friend. Yeah. Is there anything I missed about your introduction? You would like to add anything? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. I, I think, um, yeah. It, I'm a podcaster who loves podcasting and that's the only reason we've gotten to a thousand plus episodes. And, uh, the fact that I can be here with you and talk about awesome things and get the message out, that's what I'm all about. So you, you hit it all on the head and I appreciate it. Actually, I've already come up with a episode name for your episode. It's called never quit kid. Your next <laughs> level is few steps away. I hope you, uh, if it gives us some, a primer to guide this, uh, episode at all. So uh, my first question is, how are you, Kevin? Would you, yeah, I would like to ask. Yeah, I appreciate that. I am doing very well. I'm doing very well. It's uh, We're recording this on a Wednesday. It's been a busy week, but I am doing very well. I am aligned. I'm fulfilled. Things are the best they've been in a long, long time. So thank you for asking. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, so how are you now, Kevin? How old am I? Yeah. I am 33. Okay, so actually, I've read some of the story uh, you put out uh, on the internet. You mm-hmm. said that uh, you have raw bottom, and your raw bottom have a basement, and uh, you basically you 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 master yourself first, and then you teach other people how to master themselves. Can you talk about your own personal development journey? Yeah, absolutely. So what happened to me was I was in my mid twenties. I think I was 25 when this really all started happening. And when I was 25, I had a job that paid me very well. Mm. Uh, My girlfriend was a model. I had the best body I had ever had because I just did a bodybuilding show. I had a new apartment. I had a sports car. From from the outside looking in, you would think I was very successful. You would think I was very happy. You would Mm. assume I was fulfilled. But I was really none of those things. I was very anxious. I was very depressed. I was very insecure. And my girlfriend ended ended up leaving me. My girlfriend wanted to move across the country from the East Coast of the US to the West Coast. And I did not support that. I didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And she ended up leaving me and chasing her dreams, which is exactly what she should have done. But mm-hmm. when she left me, that's when my personal development journey started because I realized I didn't like who I was when I looked in the mirror. And I didn't know if I was ever going to be able to have a successful relationship because I didn't know who I was. And I felt mm-hmm. like I was broken right? That's, that's really how I felt. So 
when I was 26, 25, 26, that's when it all started for me. Now, it's interesting because I focused on making more money. I assumed mm -hmm. if I made more money, I'd be happier. I don't know why I thought that, but that was my thought. So, go ahead. Yeah, is the, where does that invisible script come from? Is that from childhood, from yeah. your parents, from, yeah. Yeah, for, for me, I grew up, my family grew up lower middle class. We didn't have a lot of money. So I think I assumed, well, mm. my family would be happier if we had more money. So I'm just going to go out and make more money and that'll ultimately oh. bring me happiness, right? Mm. So I ended up the next year, I made $100,000 at 26 with no college degree. I made a lot of money mm. and I had another one of those moments. I got to the end of the year and realized I was pretty miserable. And shortly after that, I started a podcast. I started a podcast and the podcast was called the hyperconscious podcast and hyperconscious means acutely aware, questioning everything, trying to understand yourself, trying to become more self-aware, understanding the world around you, relationships, everything. That's when I really went all in on self-improvement and I started learning and developing and evolving and questioning myself. And what is the epiphany moment for that podcast? Why, uh, why did why did you become so conscious uh, at that moment? Why, mm. yeah. It honestly, it's it was this simple for me. Mm. I was standing at my kitchen table with my pay stub. I opened it up and I saw a hundred thousand mm. dollars. And I remember thinking to myself, the the entire last year, I was just living unconsciously. I was just like going through the motions in order to hit this goal, but I have no idea why I decided I wanted this goal. And I don't oh. know what I thought this goal was going to provide. And I literally asked myself, I said, what's the opposite of unconscious, hyperconscious. Mm. And that was it for me. That was my epiphany of, okay, I've achieved quote unquote success and I'm mm. still miserable. Can I help other people figure out what success actually means to them? So they don't mm. have to get to the point where they're miserable. And it's interesting because I was still working at my job, right? Oh, and I was dude. still traveling and I'm still doing all this stuff I don't want to do. So my rock bottom basement moment, what really shifted everything for me, I, like I said, I traveled for work. So I was living in hotels because I was always on the road. Mm -hmm. One morning I woke up and my alarm went off at like 5.15. I sat up, I slid to the edge of the bed and the best way to explain it is there was like 10 televisions on in my head at the same time. And every single one was on a different station. Oh. And one was saying, you're stuck at this job forever. If you, if you do leave, what will your friends think? If you do leave, what will your family think? And if you do leave, do you really think you can be a successful podcaster? That's not, mm. that doesn't happen. Like that's a very rare thing. And mm. in that moment, I felt like if I was to take my life, I would take my problems with me. That was my rock bottom basement. There's mm. no going back. There's only up from here. So shortly thereafter, I ended up leaving my job three or four months later. And then I went full time into being an entrepreneur and eventually getting to where we are here. I was broke for three years. I couldn't pay my bills. I definitely mm. didn't wake up where we are today. But that, that was the transition between not mm. understanding myself at all to trying to understand myself more and then trying to help other people understand themselves. So today you have a very successful life uh, on the surface, uh, but in the transition period, I want to dig more into that, especially uh, at the moment that, uh, in the base moment, 
because you know that uh, that's the moment you have to change because you cause the threshold, the pain, the painful threshold. But uh, for other people, it's like you're throwing all of the glamorous things away. Mm. How do other people look at you and how do you handle uh, the external? Because you, internally, you know you're strong, you need to change. That's just uh, conscious. But what about other people? Can you talk about it a little bit? Yeah, I. what I think is interesting is I believe if you have the right people around you, it's far mm. easier. So mm. I had a business partner who what he wasn't my business partner. He's my business mm. partner now, but he was a really good friend and he was mentoring me at the time. Mm. He gave me one thing that most other people wouldn't have, have given me. He gave me permission to make a change. So I really want you to imagine this. Mm. Imagine if I called somebody else that day and said, Hey, I'm having like a really rough time. I'm, I'm having some really dark thoughts. I think I need to switch my life up and I need to go find another job. Anybody else who is scarce, mm. anybody else who has their own limiting beliefs, anybody else who is attached to the idea that you must have a job to be successful, they would have given me drastically different advice. They would have said, you know what? It'll mm. probably get better. You know, it's Friday. Monday will be a little better. Or mm. maybe you have to have a conversation with your boss, whatever where I was given the permission to change the way I thought when he said, well, maybe you need to change your environment. Maybe it's time for you to go do something else. He mm. gave me permission, which helped me unlock. So I think that's what a lot of us are looking for. We're afraid that people are going to look down on us for making a decision that we know is what's best for us. And mm -hmm. we're looking and we're desiring permission from the people around us. But I, I really think the importance of your circle if you have positive, supportive people who are uplifting around you, everything gets a little bit easier. If you have a, a toxic environment or people are holding you down, everything gets a little bit harder. So it's really important to understand that. Is this person uh, your co-founder of Next Level University, Alan? Yes. Uh, yep. Got it. So how, how important it is for people just uh, starting out because... Uh, uh, I believe that the uh, beginning of the self-improvement is to uh, say no to a lot of layers, toxic people, and then to really have the right people. Uh, can you talk a little bit more about that? Because so so much time that uh, for some people, uh, uh, they might say, uh, I don't want to stay away from my friends because they are my friends. We are friends for maybe 20 years. And then mm -hmm. suddenly now, huh, Kevin, you change a lot. And then you, uh, it seems like we have a very, uh, you, you're distant away from me. Uh, can you talk about the concept? Maybe you are the average of five people you are most associated with. Yeah. yeah. One, yeah. Of, one of my favorite questions, and I asked this when I'm on stage, and it's a tough question, but it's an important one. And it goes to your point of, well, we've been friends for 20 years. Awesome. Mm. Are the people in your life the best from your past or the best for your future? That is mm. my favorite question in the world. Because when we look at friendships, when we look at relationships in general, so much of our friendships and so much of our relationships are built on the past. We mm. used to go to school together. We used to go to the bar together. We used to date. We used to blah, blah, blah. I appreciate that. And that's valuable. But what are you planning on doing in the future with these human beings? That 
is an important thing to look at because if you don't look at that, you might be trading in your dreams for the normalcy of the friendships that you're used to having. That's my favorite question to ask people because I think it helps break that paradigm a little bit. And you have to ask yourself, okay, think of it this way. When it comes to your friends, why is your circle your circle? Is your circle your circle, the five people you spend the most time with, is it because you have similar core beliefs, similar mm. core values, and similar core aspirations? Or is it because you had similar geography growing up, you went to a similar school, and you hung out with the same people? Completely different lives, completely different relationships if it's based on core values, core beliefs, and core aspirations. So it's really that awareness. Why? Why are you spending time with the people you're spending time with? That's where you got to start. I know some of your core beliefs that you discarded uh, when you re when you were in the transition period. Uh, the old belief that you discarded. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I think one of the beliefs I discarded was life mm -hmm. is about happiness. And... Mm -hmm. I'm not it's saying, yeah. yeah, I'm not saying I don't want to be happy, mm. but I think now I understand at a fairly deep level that happiness is results driven and fulfillment is alignment driven. So this is the, the best example I can use for this. Mm. If this interview goes well, I will be happy, <laughs> right? Mm. No matter what happens in this interview, I am fulfilled doing it. Because I'm on purpose in alignment with my goals and who mm -hmm. I want to be, in my, you know, in alignment with my potential. I let go of the belief that everything has to make me happy. If it's not, if it doesn't make me happy, I'm not doing it. I don't want to get up and go to the gym in the morning. That doesn't make me happy. But when I get to the end of the day, I'm very fulfilled. I'm grateful I did it. So that mm -hmm. was a belief I let go is I must, it must give me happiness to do it. That was an important one for me. Got it. Uh, you just mentioned something. Uh, it has to be result driven. And what were the goals that you set uh, at that transition period that drive you to keep going uh, no matter what and keep you fulfilled, not happy? Mm, great mm. question. Mm. When, when Alan and I partnered up, one of our goals was to never miss an episode. That was one of our non-negotiables is no matter what, if I'm sick, Alan can record. If Alan is sick, I'll record. We have to we have to release an episode whenever we're scheduled to release an episode. That was the goal from the very beginning. Now, we weren't doing seven a week back then. We were doing one, then two, then three, then five, then six, then seven. But that has always been a goal for us from the beginning. And then our one of our biggest goals, and it, it wasn't measurable, so it's not necessarily a good measurable goal, but it was to improve our characters as much as humanly possible we weren't focused on money and we weren't super focused on listens either mm. we were focused on becoming the most character driven men we could because i think we realized that's what actually matters in the long run and if you can work on yourself in the beginning and throughout the journey that's where things really compound after that when we really started doing it our big goal our big <laughs> intention be uh became having the most successful podcast in the world in terms of self-improvement. That's really what we're, we're playing for. That's, that's the ultimate goal is to put self-improvement 
in the pocket of every person on the face of the earth every day for free. That's our, our ultimate goal and our mission. Lovely. Can you elaborate more on the character driven? Mm. Yeah. Mm. When we, so as you mentioned in the intro, the wonderful intro, thank you again. We're talking about heart driven, but no BS holistic self-improvement. When I say holistic, we mean health, wealth, and love, but there's layers to each of those, right? Hmm. So like when I think of success and I think of people teaching success, it's not always somebody who you would want to switch characters with. It's maybe it's somebody who has the results you want, but you don't appreciate the way they got the results. Or Uh. it's somebody who's really good at making money but they've never taken a look in the proverbial mirror to understand their own ego that I don't want to be, I don't want to be wealthy and Mm. not a good person. I don't want to be in love, but broke. I don't want to be wealthy, but out of shape. I want to be the most well-rounded human being possible. And I think part of what success means to me is being a good human being. Being wealthy and not being a good human being is not what I want. I don't want that. I would rather be, I would rather be broken a good human being than wealthy and not. So when I say character driven, those attributes, that's that's what I'm talking about is being a good quality human being who adds value in any room, is patient, is a good listener, uh, has emotional intelligence, right? Is inclusive, just a good human being overall, who also happens to maybe be wealthy, be in shape, have an amazing relationship, all those things. Got it. Basically, who you become is more important than what you are going to get. Uh, mm. it's, you have to be uh, morally strong uh, before you get any external mm, material that you want to get. Uh, may I ask you uh, a little bit about your relationship with Adam? Because you just remind me, uh, my... Uh, mm, my own accountability partners. Uh, Because when I embark on my own personal journey, I have a partner like this. I believe Alan is some sort of a partner like that in your situation. And for me, it's like, oh, uh, I still remember, it's already maybe a decade ago, and then uh, I have really called with him, and then uh, we discussed no BS approach. (laughs) Just uh, talk about uh, what you have done for your goal set, and then, you you can either do it uh, you can you you already achieve it or you fail it if you fail what is the reason why behind and those kind of things uh Mm -hmm. so i would like to know your uh relationship with uh alan how do you approach this yeah yeah 100 percent uh Number one, Alan has been a mentor for me since the very beginning. So Alan has been studying personal development his whole life. So he has wow. very much been been a mentor to me. He taught me many things. He told me what books to read. So that's really how it started out for, for me. I think when it comes to any partnership, any relationship, it's important to have different strengths and different weaknesses. Mm-hmm. I am, you can put me in a room with almost any human and I will find a way to I call myself a chameleon. Like if you put me in a room, I'll find a way to to reach the level of the person and we can have a really good conversation. That's mm. my goal is to be a personable human being who mm. is just a regular guy who can talk to anybody. I Where Alan is very, he's just very, 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 very intelligent. Mm. And he's a great communicator too, but he might not have the emotional intelligence that I have. I might not have the, 
um, logical intelligence that he has. So we've tried to work on that and help each other with that. But when it when it comes to accountability, I can tell you for certain that we would not have gotten to the amount of episodes we have gotten to if we were doing it by ourselves. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Because I record we literally recorded an episode right before this. That was why I was a minute late because we were we were recording an episode. And you know, if I didn't want to do that, it wouldn't have gotten done if I was by myself. If Alan didn't want to do it, it wouldn't have gotten done if he was by himself. So the importance of accountability is I think of it this way. This is a good analogy. Do you believe you would be more successful if you just decide one day you're going to run 26.2 miles or you decide you're going to sign up for a marathon, post it on your social media, and then accept donations so you can pay for your spot? You're going to be way more consistent if you post it on social media and other people know about it because it's you have public, public accountability. All right. So I like to use that as an analogy because I think we're afraid of that accountability. You're afraid of your buddy texting you and saying, hey, why didn't you get this done? You said you were going to get this done. But it's that same fear that creates the necessity for us to actually be accountable to somebody else. So it's such an important part of any journey, especially if you can partner up with somebody who can help you get to your goals. Uh, I'm just curious, when you hit your work all the moment, uh, is it like uh Alan was there for you and uh he uh you know that you are ready and he knows you are ready and then he takes you on to the personal development journey even though you already know a little bit about self-development yeah I, i'm just curious how did that happen because you you just said he mentored you mm. yeah uh it's interesting I interviewed him as my first guest on the podcast before oh, we were, yeah, before we were working together and he had a podcast for a short time and I was his first interview as well. So that's how it really started. But I think what happened was in that moment, we both realized that we wanted the same things. I had a podcast. Alan had a podcast. My podcast was about self-improvement. Alan's podcast was about self-improvement. Mm. Alan was raised without a father. His father passed away when he was young. I was raised without a father. I didn't meet my dad until I was 27. Mm. I believe what we saw is this person wants to have the same impact on the world that I do. We would just be better off if we partnered up. I think that's really mm. what, what it came down to is we're doing the same thing. We're trying to do it in the same vehicle. I have strengths that Alan doesn't, and Alan has a ton of strengths that I don't. We're better together than we are apart. And I think that moment just highlighted it, and it gave us an opportunity to test it out. Lovely. So now, uh, the next level university that you're operating with, Alan, uh, what synergy that comes out of this partnership? Uh, and what, uh, uh, yeah, what synergy? Mm. I would say it's a wonderful mix of intensity and support. I think Alan's a very intense person. I'm very supportive and I try to make sure everybody's going at the rate that they feel they should. I mm. think it's our goal is to have it the best of both worlds, to make it as synergistic as possible when it comes to heart driven, but no BS heart driven. I love, I love and care about you. No BS. So I have to tell you the hard truth. That's really, I think a lot of people are lying about what it's taken for them to get to where they are. And I think that's a miss. It's doing a lot of people a disservice 
because they think they're going to play this, the game the same way and win when for us it's heart-driven because we love you, but no BS, we have to tell you the truth. And maybe sometimes what other people won't tell you. So I think that's that's the synergy we're aiming for. Got it. So you have multiple courses in Next Level Universe now, uh, say like Next Level 5 to 5 mm -hmm. and Next Level Live uh 2022 yes mm, yeah what do you expect your students uh when they come to you hey i uh i want to build my character to become who i uh truly become to live my uh full potential uh to the max uh what do you expect your student to be when they enroll in your programs uh mm. when i'm talking about this is uh how do I mentally prepare? What do we mean by where uh, they are already ready? Because I, uh, I because I have a belief that if a student is not ready, they shouldn't embark on the personal development journey. And I want to see your own definition about the readiness for your student. Mm, great question. I, I like to think of it as if you're a dream chaser, you have a goal, you have a dream that you're pushing towards, whether it's being an entrepreneur or having an impact or starting a YouTube channel, starting a podcast, being a coach, whatever it may be. If you have some sort of dream that you're chasing and you're also humble enough to take a look in the mirror and say, mm -hmm. oh, wow, I never thought of it that way before, you are ready. That is my frame. You have to be hungry for knowledge and you have to be hungry for whatever goal that you're you're reaching for. And I believe having those two with humility is a wonderful, wonderful place to begin. And you're open to new ideas and new knowledge. So as long as you're open, I believe you're ready. Got it. Uh, I would like to know uh, some more things about the next level university before we wrap up. Uh, because uh, it is a community-based uh, program and you've got a book club, you've got weekly live podcasts and also monthly meetups. Uh, what about the monthly meetups? How uh, is it, uh, what is the structure, those kind of things? Uh, how do the students support each other uh, on a consist consistent basis? Yeah. Our goal when we started the business, it was based on impact. So like when we really sat down and said, okay, this is how we're going to bring the business out. It was based on impact. So our monthly virtual meetups are literally Alan and I saying, okay, what do we think will help the listeners? that we can talk about. Okay, cool. We design like a little, it's like a, a speech, basically. It's like a presentation. Mm. And everybody who registers gets a link and it's totally free. You come to the Zoom room, Alan and I do the presentation. We kick around for a while with Q&A and it's just another free way to add value to the community. And then what we do is we have a WhatsApp group where everybody who's in the live virtual meetup group they can chat about what they learned. They can ask other questions. They can connect with the other members. So it's really how do we add as much value for free as possible and help people get to the next level wherever they are? That's that's really the way it's set up. Got it. Mm, is there anything that uh, I missed and you would like to the audience to know about? Maybe not just mm, the next level university, but also about you and also about personal development. I would say what you do every day is who you become eventually. And that's why, that's yeah. why we do an episode a day. I, I love podcasting, but we do seven episodes a week because there's seven episodes. Uh, so there's because there's seven days in a week. If somebody <laughs> comes up with an eighth day, we're going to have to do another, another episode. So <laughs> if, 
if you're committed to your growth, mm. try to get a little bit better every day. Nothing happens overnight. Nothing mm. happens overnight. So, but it happens every night. That's mm. what I would say. And that's why we do seven episodes and we would love to, to be in your pocket every day. Scotty, thank you. Is there any message that uh, you would like to let the audience know before we wrap up? Uh, the biggest difference between who you are today and who you are or who you want to be in the future is your habits. And we all have habits. Some are not as positive as they could be. Some are more negative than they should be. But you have to take a look in the mirror and realize what are my habits going to bring me eventually. You, Your life is going to end up where your habits take you. So make sure you're doing the right habits. God, happy formation is the key. And then uh, the best way, the best place to start is uh, to subscribe to your next level podcast university uh, and check out the program of uh, yeah, what resources. Uh, sorry, I have to add one one more question before we wrap sure. up. Uh, yeah, what is the best place to start if I uh, I were a student and I want to embark on this self development journey with you with next level university? What is the starting point? I would say the podcast is probably the best place to start because mm. you're going to get as much value as humanly possible for free. That's that's why it's set up that way. If you then say to yourself, okay, you know what? I have a little money. I, I'm ready to invest in my self-improvement. Then I would say group coaching is a pretty good start. Group coaching is it's a mm -hmm. deeper dive. It's a little bit more intense. It's a little bit more specific. It's you and nine other people, um, but it's cheaper than one-on-one -on -one coaching. So that's usually the podcast is the best place to start. Mm -hmm. And then I would say, you know, the Facebook group and then then group coaching. Got it. They can do it anywhere from the world. Uh, it is remote, right? Yep. Everything we do is is virtual, global. Got it. Beautiful. So thank you very much, Kevin. Uh, it's uh, my honor to have you on my show. Likewise. Thank you. It was wonderful. I appreciate the questions and I appreciate the research. I can tell you did a lot of research and that means the world. Yep. Uh, so for the audiences, until next time.